Hello and welcome to Tribe Talking, the podcast of Tribe Talk. Here we have conversations and offer insights for Jewish middle and high school students as they look toward college and beyond. From wisely evaluating Jewish life on campuses to equipping themselves should they encounter any anti-Semitic and anti-Israeli sentiments. Tribe Talk is an expanding hub of resources, guiding students and their parents along the way at a time when Jewish pride and identity is being challenged. Hi there, I'm Jordan Rich, and today we welcome the founders of Tribe Talk to discuss how it all got started, successes so far, and plans for the future. So let me introduce our guests, Michelle Black, Robin Friedman, and Jude Sidney. All three live in the Boston area, have high school or college-aged children, and are active leaders in the Boston and national Jewish communities. More information about our guests can be found at tribetalk.org and in the show notes. My first question for all of you, and I'll start with Jude, why Tribe Talk and why now? So very personally, I was involved in an organization, uh, ADL had done a fabulous program uh, about a year and a half ago now, I think it's even a little longer, on um, the good fight and how do we help students and parents and families really help stand up for hate against hate. And after leaving that uh, conference, actually Rob and I attended and Michelle and I were part of the planning team, um, I kind of felt lacking. I felt like there weren't enough students in the room. I felt like the students that were in the room were already a little bit more accelerated in their learning and understanding about all the nuances. But I felt like there was a whole audience of students that just didn't even know what they didn't know before they were, as they were thinking about college and the experience of college and knowing that Jewish students sadly have been more of a highlight, highlighted target um, on campus and felt like there was a opportunity here to do more. Um, I will also say on a personal note, I have a high school, at the time I had a high school senior, and when he applied to colleges and he had a uh, wonderful opportunity to get into and possibly attend many, he said, I want to go where there's no anti-Semitism. And I said, dude, I love you, but it's everywhere. So you're going to have to figure out for yourself where you're going to go and how you're going to have more agency when you get to college. Michelle, let's get your take on it, please. Several years ago, I attended a movie screening for some film titled Crossing the Line. Um, it was at the Rashi School and I left. It must have been five or seven years ago thinking, oh, my goodness, there is a lot happening on campus. At the time, I wasn't aware at all. My kids were still in elementary school and middle school. And I got scared because even I, as an educated adult, didn't know what I needed to know to respond to what I was seeing on that screening that I that day. Through time, I decided that I wanted to become more educated around Israel and the nuanced story so that if I could defend the state of Israel, I could hopefully teach my children as they approached college age. As my kids grew, and Jude and Robin and I attended that ADL seminar, I again realized that a lot of the topics were um, targeting a more sophisticated audience group than my son needed at the time. And he's proud of his Jewish identity, but he really wasn't going to know what he was up against should he be confronted by anti-Semitism or any anti-Zionist sentiment on campus. And so when we thought about putting together a simple session of what do you quickly need to know before you go to college, we realized that we had hit on something really important, which is the intersection of finding your own voice and your stance and being able to defend your identity on campus. Thank you for your very insightful answer. Robin Friedman, please address the same question. So it started for me a few years ago when um, a young woman that I really admire a lot who attended Jewish Day School um, came home and told her parents that when she graduated, by the time she'd graduated from college, very prestigious university, she was hiding her Jewish identity. And this is a woman that I really admire and I felt really had all the benefits 
of understanding her identity. And even she admitted that she was hiding who she was. And that started a spark in me in terms of what are we missing here? What's going on on the college campuses? And as I became more educated, I realized that there's a lot going on on the college campuses that the kids are going to college and they're not aware of and they're not prepared for. And after the ADL conference, I remember walking out and I said to Jude, we have a problem because it was mostly adults and it didn't get into the details. There was a lot of really great information, but it wasn't detailed enough and it wasn't really, the kids weren't able to hear what they really needed to hear. And so I said to her, we have to do something. We talked to Michelle and we decided we were gonna start a seminar. And the seminar was called Know Before You Go. And we had a lot of community support from that. Um, and as a result of that, we set up an entire seminar and we had a keynote speaker and breakouts and tremendous setup. And then COVID hit. And as a result of that, we said, well, okay, we'll do it online. And then shortly thereafter, we realized Zoom is not a place for a six hour seminar, particularly since the kids were already Zoomed out from all of the schoolwork that they ended up doing online. And slowly but surely, as a result of that, we created Tribe Talk, which is really an information hub as well as a connection. Robin, I'll stay with you if it's okay. Let's define the challenge, the problem, where Tribe Talk can certainly make a difference. So let me start by saying that not every student who goes to college ends up being confronted by anti-Semitism or anti-Zionism. That is certainly not the case. And a lot of students go to school and have a great experience and don't really have any sort of interaction with any negative experiences. However, many Jewish students are faced with some form of anti-Semitism somewhere along the way in their college experience. And unfortunately, they're getting it from the extreme right and the extreme left. So on the right, they're seeing a mezuzah ripped down from their doorframe, or they're seeing a swastika on a building that they attend like a Hillel. On the left, denouncing Zionism has really become a litmus test in many schools for students to participate in a social justice activity. And so, for example, there was recently an op-ed in an Arizona State University student-run paper that said that student groups should refuse to co-sponsor events with pro-Israel groups. So that means if you're pro-Israel, you shouldn't be allowed to participate in climate change or raising the minimum wage or other things that affect students that have nothing to do with being Jewish or being Israel, but you're being marginalized unless you want to denounce Zionism. And there are many, many examples of that that have happened over the last year or last few years. And that's really what students are facing, both from the right and from the left. We have a friend whose daughter came back from Christmas break and said that over spring break, she was going to go on birthright. And her four roommates stopped speaking to her. Why? Because they said if she was going to go to Israel, then she was anti-Palestinian and then they couldn't talk to her. And her attitude was, I'm not anti-anything. I just want to go and learn and see. And they said, sorry, if you're going to go to Israel, we can't speak to you anymore. That is happening on college campuses. 
As my oldest son, Evan, was preparing to go to college, he's a first-year student at Tufts University, we had the benefit of meeting with someone about Tribe Talk um, who talked to us about the campus environment. Um, and one thing that was really concerning to me is he said that Jewish students feel left out of progressive student spaces. So if my son wants to go to a rally for immigrant reform, immigration reform, that could be sponsored by SJP, which is an organization that he probably doesn't know what it's all about or what it stands for. And if he shows up promoting Israel, he's going to be um, targeted with a star on his back, no pun intended. And I think it's really important for us to know how there's what, what this one um, person to termed baseball card activism. So a lot of these groups are organizing themselves together and they're, they're leaving, in some instances, the Jewish students out. And, and I think that um, the other thing I learned in talking to him was that when things do occur and the administration is always eager to respond and respond appropriately, at least, at least in theory, we hope so. But sometimes things get locked in a gridlock of politics and certain organizations are afraid to address the political inside story of what's going on. So while they may respond to the professor who speaks on campus or they may respond to the you know swastika on the building, they're really not getting to the root core of challenging the um, environment on campus so that it's available and accessible for our for our Jewish children. Uh, that's one of my greatest concerns is making sure that we're working hard to make those organizational links and bring these conversations to the forefront so that we can help our kids be successful. I just want to add to what both Robin and Michelle said. I, you know, I do think that there is something about recognizing our students are only there for four years. And so, you know, we have a wonderful consultant who's working with us, Rachel Fish, and I'm always mindful of this, the podcast that she recorded, in fact, with you, uh, Jordan, uh, about having your gang, finding your beep, finding your people. And so what I think is really important, what I see Tribe Talk really doing and defining who we are in this landscape of very complicated organizational whatever it is, um, is that we're giving these kids agency and they're finding the ladders of the kids who are a little bit older than them, a little bit younger than them, and they are knitting together a fabric of a community of caring individuals that are stepping up and saying, hey, this is not okay. This is my college experience too. So again, what I think Tribe Talk is unique in terms of what it's creating as we are in its first year, not even actually anniversary that yet, but soon, uh, is really about the connectivity and building a stronger, more vibrant community on whatever college campus uh, our students, our kids, or other kids are, are finding to be their best choice for their college experience. And the audience that TribeTalk.org is addressing is certainly the high school student, but it's also the college student, junior or senior year. It's never too late to get the information you need to survive and thrive on campus. Right. And I think one of the things that we are not, and um, we'll probably talk about this a little further down in the, uh, the interview, is we are not an advocacy group because thankfully ADL and Stand With Us and Open Door Media, help, there are many, many, many other organizations that are out there that are doing important work that we can direct our students to go to, to get clarity, to learn about having more of an understanding around topics that just don't feel as well informed. So again, it's really about that, that landscape, what I would call the ground, the ground cover, if you will, to really give them a chance to be able to start to identify what is it that I know and what is it that I'm still, that I'm lacking knowledge in and, and awareness in. So I think that's really, really important to differentiate who we are in the sea of other acronyms out there. 
I was going to follow up on Jude's point, the landscape, knowing where to go when you get on campus and how to find your Jewish path and the meaning in your Jewish experience on campus is so integral to what we're doing here. It's not only the standing up for your Jewish identity and standing up for Israel, it's standing up for who you want to be as you become um, a young adult in the world. And so if you really care about Hillel or Chabad, that's great. If you want to be in the Jewish fraternity, we understand that too. What Tribe Talk is doing is not only the anti-Zionist, anti-Semitism, it's also doing the meaning-making on campus. Finding a place for these Jewish students to come and find a place of belonging and connection. That is so true, Michelle. This is really a group of people, an organization that is looking to do something positive for the students and create a sense of community as we do so. Robin? So we're building community in two different ways. One way is we started this year with an internship program. We had 25 interns this summer, both high school and college students who were passionate about sharing their experiences um, either in high school or in college and learning more and bringing that information onto the college campus as leaders and letting people know where they can find information. All of them came to Tribe Talk with the attitude that there's no central resource where you can go if you have a problem to look to see who to go to. And so one of the ways that we're trying to connect them through the college landscape is to let them know. So for example, a bad thing that happened um, during the week of mourning for the um, for the 11 Jews who were murdered during the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, four schools, four universities had memorials that were defaced with swastikas and anti-Semitic graffiti. If you wanted to talk to somebody about that and you were a freshman and you didn't know where to go, we want our website to be a place where you know that you can go and look and say, okay, these are the different organizations that I can connect to that will either help me process or help me do something about this or whatever you want. So it's not our goal to teach them what to do, but it is our goal to help them know where to go. And that's really important. The other aspect that we have that is in the horizon, but in the short term horizon is a connection. We'd like to be able to build a network of students who are available for incoming students and available for each other. So if you're about to go to Tufts and you have questions about Tufts or about Jewish life on campus or anything about Tufts, we want you to be able to look on Sline and see, oh, look, this person goes to Tufts and is available to talk to me so that we can be a connector. Ultimately, we'd love to be a roommate connector and all kinds of program connector, but we'd like students to be able to connect with each other and have an ability to do that in a way that they don't currently have. And let me just add that we're doing all this on a multimedia platform that young people can identify with that they're hip to. Michelle. I think what we're trying to build is a network of connections for our students, as well as for the organizations that we're collaborating with in the high school space and on the college campus. So this idea of bringing people together is at the base is at the base of what we're trying to do. There are lots of cool multimedia elements that you'll find at tribetalk.org. Let's focus on just one of them. Robin, talk about the college comparison feature and why that's so valuable. For anybody who's ever worked on helping their child find a college, you will see that there are many different places to go to look for information about Jewish life on college campus, but there's no one central resource. So there's one website that you can go to to find out about anti-Semitic hate incidents that have been reported. There's a different website you can go to to learn about schools that have Hillel's. 
there's a different website that you can go to to learn about schools that are do not have Hillel's. You can look on the school's website itself. What we're trying to do by the college comparison is take information from all of those sources and put it into one complete guide. So if you want to get, you want to compare one university versus another, you'll be able to sit in one organization, one website and compare the two organizations, what kind of Jewish life they have, whether they offer services, what kind of services, whether they have kosher food, what kind of Jewish organizations are on campus, everything down to whether they have an, a Jewish acapella group. Jude, another part of the population you want to reach has to be the parents of these high school and college kids. I think that it's important that the students have game, but the parents need to have game too, because they can't be in conversation with the students and their kids and other kids, frankly, if they have no sense of of understanding of what the nuanced perspectives are, whether it's about Israel or whether it's about anti-Zionism or anti-Semitism, the parents need to still understand what all the alphabet soup is as well. So they can be informed and help guide their their sons and daughters. I mean, this takes a village to raise a community and we're all helping raise a larger community together. It's been a year and I know you've seen some really cool progress. So Jude, I'll start with you. An example of how Tribe Talk has really helped some students. So it's a great question, Jordan. One of the stories was actually really interesting. It was one of our Tribe Talk fellows, one of the 25 from the summer, just reached out to us, in fact, with a thank goodness for Tribe Talk this summer because I did not expect to encounter the kind of anti-Semitic challenges on campus for myself. And without having gone through the six, eight weeks of experiencing our weekly gatherings, our information sessions, our tutorials, she said, I heard this individual said, I would not have known how to respond. And I'm just really grateful for the work you're doing. Robin, a story to share? Of the six, the six interns that worked on the college comparison this summer, every one of them has reached out to me since and said, I learned something new about my school. We started with everybody does their own college. So every one of them reached out and said, I've learned some, want you to know, I've learned something new about my school during the summer when I researched my school for the college comparison, and I've actually taken advantage of it. So for me, that's a huge win. Michelle, feel free to share with us. I want to talk about it from an organizational point of view. Ultimately, we hope that the students are following us and on the website and getting up-to-date information as they need. But the organizations are also reacting to us in a positive way as well. I think there's a story to be told and no one is filling this space. And so when we hosted a webinar on selecting your college campus based on Jewish life, we had a lot of students who showed up on the website, but we also had a lot of interest in the college counselors who were interested in learning more. Where do I go? Sharing information, sharing resources, because we don't have a central spot for these things to take place right now. Um, When we were having um, the teen program that we were originally planning, we had teen educators come in. They want to be part of this. And so the fact that the organizational landscape is leaning in um, demonstrates to me a significant need and unmet market for us to grow and continue to understand how we're going to evolve. Ladies, this venture is only getting started. So I'm sure listeners want to know what are some of the next steps. Robin. We're about to launch a weekly um, podcast with Rabbi Dr. Daniel Gordis um, to talk about Israel. We've discussed the fact that amongst ourselves that we give a lot of us, give our students an incredible AP education. You know, they take advanced placement European history and calculus and all of these things. And when it comes to Israel, many times our students are getting more of an elementary education. They're getting a love of Israel but they're not getting a nuanced version of a nuanced understanding 
of what is happening in Israel, what's happening with the conflict, what's happening in the region. And we're about to do approximately 20 podcasts that we recorded over the summer, and they'll be released released on a weekly basis. They're about 20 minutes each. And they start from pre-State of Israel and they go to current day. The podcast will give a much more nuanced understanding of the region of Israel than we've seen in the past. And I think that they'll be valuable for both students and parents alike. I would simply just say that several of the students, all the students set in over the course of the summer to hear the taping of these sessions. And many have reached out asking after when they're going to be released. So I think they'll be very excited to know we're almost ready for prime time. Before we close out, I want to talk to you about the name, Tribe Talk. It's catchy and there's a lot of meaning in it. I'll start. So Tribe Talk kind of is sort of very uh, literal. We started out, we were something a little bit different called Tribe Talk Connection. Um, and we have now moved to Tribe Talk. We feel like it's edgier and a little cleaner, um, but we are the tribe. We are Jews. We are a tribe. We are a peoplehood. We have heritage. So to me, we tell our stories through who we are, through, you know, the origins of the peoplehood, the chosen people. And so I think part of that really comes very naturally to who we are. And to me, it felt like people want to hear our stories. And when I get together with folks, whether it's my father-in-law at 92 and want to hear about the work and the world that he lived in and still lives in, in terms of the fights that he continues to have as a upstander, I'll leave it there. Uh, I do feel like it's about the stories. People want to hear the stories. And what I think makes us uniquely um, different is that we have on our website, stories and scenarios of what college students have shared when they've been confronted with a challenge and they've been very vulnerable and very open and very authentic about what they knew or what they didn't know, what they wish they knew and how they unpack these stories for our audience. And it's really quite extraordinary. We originally talked about this organization as being for high school students by college students. There's probably a better way to say that. We thought about having this be a initiative that really highlighted the voice of the college student for the high school students. One of the dimensions of our website is really hearing individual student stories. And we want us, we want Tribe Talk to be a neutral and trusted source of content. We don't want to take a position. We want to offer opportunities for the students themselves to hear from others and learn about what's important to them through the lens of their peers. And I think Tribe Talk is really fitting for that type of conversation. In fact, our next webinar is going to be a student-only webinar that is going to be college, current college students, Ask Me Anything. It's going to be talking about college. And a, we have a panel of, we're lining up a panel of college students to talk to high school students and have any of their questions answered. That's really the heart of Tribe Talk. Let's talk about the future. What are your hopes and aspirations going forward? Michelle, let's start with you. One of the main goals of, for Tribe Talk is to help Jewish students find their way to college through the college search process once they're on campus, empowering them to feel proud of being Jewish on campus and preparing them to encounter any anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism challenges they may face. We really hope to be the bridge from high school to college by giving students resources and connections to make Jewish choices that they can feel proud of and connected to, find meaning. I don't know, I can add anything to that. I think we really want Tribe Talk to be a place from the college selection process all the way through graduation, where we provide them with information on the college selection, education, 
on anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, as well as all the Miradoc organizations that are available for them on campus, all the way through the student connection, student stories, all the way through graduation, empowering them to find the most meaningful Jewish life that they can on campus that they want to make for themselves. So I think we need to grow our movement. I think we have, as we've shared earlier, I think we are onto something and we have discovered that there's a niche that's not being met and our audience is growing older and it's growing younger, frankly, because we know that there's a need even in the junior high school and in the high school um, environments. And frankly, what I'd love very much to see is a mechanism for people to latch onto and join our, um, join our tribe and become more informed and to bring in an opportunity to learn more about the work that we're doing into their schools. Zip codes no longer matter. And I know that I'm excited to share uh, with the group that may not know who are listening that back in April, when we first launched our first podcast, we actually went international. So we're excited to say we've got, we got game um, and we want to continue to grow our, our, really our network. And we need it with all of your help and tell your friends, and uh, really more importantly, come to our website, tribetalk.org, and join us. We have a lot to share, and we want to hear from you. I would add that as we grow, we're going to look to expand our geographic presence. And one of the benefits of being online, an online platform, is that we don't need to be anywhere. Right now, we've sort of saturated or we're starting to saturate the Boston community, but we do hope to pick the next 10 to 15 cities and roll out and become more nationally known and recognized and get more kids onto the website and bring more organizations together so that we can truly be this central resource for students and organizations that are focused in a target spot, a sweet spot of that, of that bridge between high school and college. I actually would just add one more thing, and I think Michelle framed it nicely. I actually think it's high school, college, and beyond, because we know that a lot of our students are going on to get graduate degrees. And sadly, many of these campuses, and I'm thinking of one in particular in New York is a hotbed for activity against anti-Israel sentiment. And so I think it's it doesn't end and we are not just sunsetting at an age uh, in, in particular. So it's it's about seekers of knowledge and helping those continue to have agency as they grow and evolve into the best students and learners and humans they can be. This was really illuminating. And I want to thank Michelle Black, Robin Friedman, and Jude Sidney, the three co-founders of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much, guys, for doing the podcast. Thank you for giving us the chance to share our vision with a greater group of people. We're really looking forward to the future. And it was nice to have the opportunity to talk a little bit more about the organization and what we're trying to achieve. Thank you, Jordan. It was a pleasure to talk to you about this. You've been with us from the very beginning and it was really, we appreciate the opportunity to share our vision and what we're working on. I just wanna mention that we would not be able to do this without the support of the Good People Fund. Um, they are a fiscal sponsor, they are our support, they are a wonderful sponsor generally, and we would not be able to be where we are without them. And also without two other key advisors, Dr. Rachel Fish, who is the head of the Kraft Family Foundation Against Anti-Semitism, Together Beat Hate, and also Brett Lubarski, who is the director of the Jewish Teen Initiative at Combined Jewish Philanthropies in Boston. These three um, organizations and people have been so supportive of us and we wouldn't be where we are today without them. We look forward to more. Thanks, Jordan. We look forward to seeing you on tribetalk.org. You've been listening to Tribe Talking, the podcast of Tribe Talk. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate, and review our podcast, and please tell your friends about us. Send us your questions and feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Our website is tribetalk.org. This is Jordan Rich. Thanks for listening.